How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Buddy's House of Horror Podcast. We're not doing the whole pre-recorded intro thing. You know what? I'm just going to do this all in one shot. We know why we're here. We know what we're talking about. This is my review of Terrifier 2. I needed to get, you know, the bad taste out of my mouth after Halloween Ends was over. I want to talk about a film that I actually enjoyed, a new release that I saw recently in theaters and had a much better experience than I saw watching Halloween Ends. So today's going to be a fun episode for you guys because we're going to be talking about Terrifier 2, as I already said. If you guys remember, we did a Saturday shout-out a couple weeks back where I was actually on my way to go see Terrifier 2, and now this is the follow-up to that. I've actually seen the film, had a couple weeks to kind of digest it, think about it, think about what I liked, what I didn't like. Um, it's not that too inconsistent from what I liked and what I didn't like after immediately watching the film, but I still have had some time to kind of think it over, you know, think about the film a little bit, talk about it with a few friends. I want to re-watch it again soon. Um, Jared is actually going to be coming up to Cleveland pretty soon here, and we're going to be watching the first Terrifier, and then only naturally, you're going to watch Terrifier 2 after that, so we might be doing a double feature coming up pretty soon, um, but spoiler alert, I said that I liked the film already, I downright loved the film, uh, maybe love is a little bit too strong of a word, but I really, really liked the film, um, and yeah, I want to just talk about Terrifier 2 a little bit for you guys. We're going to have another short kind of movie review for you guys today. It is Friday, so I do want you guys to go and enjoy your weekend. We only have one weekend left, and then that's the weekend of Halloween, so I want you guys to enjoy your time. So Terrifier 2, of course, the new release directed by Damien Leone, um, the mastermind behind this franchise. Um, I guess it is a franchise now because this is technically the third installment in Art the Clown's kind of trajectory in his character arc. Um, this is the third film to feature Art the Clown. Of course, he made his debut in the anthology film All Hallows' Eve, um, which he's not the main, main focus of that film. As I said, it is an anthology, but all the pieces and parts are still there, which is going to lead us into Terrifier. I like All Hallows' Eve. It's a simple film. The Art the Clown segments aren't very long. As I said, it's not a full-length film about Art the Clown. Terrifier is where Art the Clown really set his mark in the pop culture, at least in the indie, you know, underground horror scene. I mean, he's pretty much mainstream at this point, but back then, not a lot of people knew about Art the Clown. The first film, really loved it. I thought, you know, maybe it was a little overrated for the time. I haven't rewatched it since, but the more I, like, think about it, the more I recognize how good it kind of actually was. Um, it's a slasher flick. It's a gore flick. It's meant for shock value. There's not too much deeper meaning, hidden messages in it. Um, unlike Terrifier 2, which does have a lot of deep messages, um, you could argue there's a lot of things going on in the film. Uh, more than just a ruthless, brutal bloody disgusting mess that the first film is very gory it's not for the weak at heart and the weak of stomach um same with terrifier 2 um i liked both films i think i would give the edge to terrifier 2 in this case um but again i haven't rewatched the first one in quite a few years um but i gave terrifier 2 four stars which is pretty high for me to give a rating on Letterboxd something four stars. So the first film, we set up Art the Clown. He's going around. He's murdering people on Halloween night. And then at the end, he seemingly meets his demise 
but is then resurrected, and then Terrifier 2 takes place. So we are dealing with some sort of supernatural stuff in this. We know that going in. In the first film, we didn't really know that. This film, we know it's not going to be your typical slasher. There is going to be some sort of supernatural element, mythical element to it. You're not going to get all the answers to what all of that means. This is going to be a mainly spoiler-free review. I'm not going to give away crucial plot points, stuff like that. Um, but I do want to talk about the film just a little bit. Just to give you guys a little bit of a description, I will just read what it says on the lovely old letterbox here. Who's laughing now? Just like the, the song by Dury. Um, after being resurrected by a sin sinister entity, Art the Clown returns to Miles County, where he must hunt down and destroy a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween night. As the body count rises, the siblings fight to stay alive while uncovering the true nature of Art's evil intent. And like I said, they're trying to uncover the mystery. They're not getting... You're not going to get all the answers here. It's not going to lay out on paper who Art the Clown is, what's going on, what the supernatural thing is. And that's what keeps the mystery so fun. Um, same with Michael Myers. Like, you get, like, some, like, brief, you know, kind of explanation, but you're not going too in-depth. Once you go real in-depth, like, with the Thorn trilogy um, and stuff like that, it gets to be not so good. But, you know, quite... There's quite a bit that's still a mystery, but it's fun to be with the characters trying to unravel it with them. Um, so what do I like about the film? The gore. It's a literally insane. One of the goriest films I've ever seen. Um, and as Miles said in previous shows, a lot of it is done like in camera, these effects. Like it's not like they're doing a ton of cutaways and stuff like that. You're seeing a lot of the effects as they're taking place. It's really insane what they were able to pull off in this. And like, it's hard to talk about the gore without seeing it. Again, I don't want to give anything away. Um, but you see all the articles coming out now where people are like, oh, people had to be carted out in an ambulance. I mean, that's be that's over-dramatizing things. But people were like throwing up in the theaters. They had to leave sick to the stomach, whatever. Um, I mean, I don't get it to that extreme because that's just not the kind of person I am that would react in such a way to this. But if there was any film to do this to, Terrifier 2 would probably be the one. Um, it is pretty gruesome. It is pretty brutal. Um, again, one of the goriest films that I've ever seen. One of the most violent films that I've ever seen. Um, Art the Clown is absolutely ruthless in this. Um, other things I liked, I liked the comedy. The comedy plays in well with the scares. It's not a full-out scary movie, and it's not a full-out comedy. It finds a very good balance in that. And so did the first film, too. I think the first film found a good balance between comedy and horror. I mean, when your main character in your film is a clown, Art the Clown, you know that something funny has to be happening, just like with Pennywise. Like, the clown's going to be doing some goofy stuff. Like, there's a scene, I think it's in the trailer, so it's not giving anything away, where Art the Clown is, like, in a Halloween store trying on different pairs of sunglasses, you know, different funny hats, like, stupid shit like that. And it's funny. I mean, it's just funny. So to go from that to see how goofy Art the Clown can be to then how terrifying he can be, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense that someone with that kind of sense of humor would also be kind of fucked up. So it makes sense for the character. It's a lot of fun. As far as the human characters go, the main girl in this, um, Sienna, played by Lauren Lavera, she's phenomenal. She is very, very good in this film. Beautiful performance. Um, she fucking kills it in this film. 
Um, very stand-up performance besides, you know, David Howard Thornton, who plays Art the Clown. Very, very great performances by the two of them. And I really loved her character in this. She's a really badass, like, final girl. Um, as opposed, I mean, I can't remember too much about the quote-unquote final girl from the first film. But I guess that's saying something because it shows how good the final girl in this one is that I really remember her character. I remember her motivations. I remember what she was trying to do. I think the final girl in the first one, I mean, she didn't really have too much of a story or character arc. She does now because, I mean, you see it in Terrifier and in Terrifier 2. She does come back in this, so she does have a storyline in this. Uh, but it's not as memorable as the storyline in Terrifier 2. Um, Elliot Fulham, who most people know as Little Punk People, um, he's on YouTube, TikTok, he's a really famous dude, um, famous kid, I guess, um, he plays the younger brother of Sienna, I mean, he's interviewed James Hetfield, he's interviewed Ghost, um, all kinds of metal bands, um, he's in the film, doesn't give the strongest performance, um, but we can let it slide because he is a legend in the internet community, and this is one of his first, like, big, big roles, so he has plenty of room to grow and improve, um, so his performance, it doesn't come off that natural, um, but then again, I mean, teenage boys at that age, you can argue that that's just how they are, I guess. Um, but his performance wasn't really the best in comparison to some of the others. Um, but it leaves plenty of opportunity. Like, I think down the road, he's going to be a really, really great actor. Um, as far as if you're reading the opening credits of this film, you are going to notice that there is Chris Jericho featured in the film. And he is, not, I, get, I don't want to give away the context of it, but he's not in the actual, like, main portion of the film he's in like a post credit scene um i guess like mid credit scene because it happens during the middle of the credits so if you're watching the entire movie and you're like oh when's jericho gonna show up when's jericho gonna show up like i did just be aware that he's not in our main storyline so just something good to know going in um as far as the other performances i mean they were all pretty good there's no real like standouts besides the main people that i talked about um i liked the actress who played the mother in this, I think she was very good as well, um, and her performance is kind of like a bitchy mom, um, who means well, she does mean well at times, but, you know, she does do a lot of fucked up shit too, I mean, she, there are, um, teenage friends to Sienna, they do okay, one of them, I'm not gonna give away which one, but there's one of them that really gets the business hard by Art the Clown. Like, one of them really gets fucked up by Art the Clown. And you kind of feel bad because she didn't really do anything that would warrant such a brutal murder. Like, she didn't do anything, like, bad at all. Like, so it makes her death, like, so much... It makes it, like, so ridiculous. Because, really, she was a kind-hearted girl, and she got it worse than anybody. Um, which is kind of funny in a way, but kind of sad, <clears throat> kind of sad in another way. I apologize for my voice right there. I'll take a good old sip of the agua. Man, doing these solo shows is tough. I mean, when I'm doing a podcast with the boys, you have a time to like breathe. But this is like, if I breathe, that's dead air. You can't have dead air. You got to keep talking. You just got to keep talking. You got to keep talking. So what else about Terrifier 2 did I like? The main storyline. Like, I like the main storyline. Um, they're trying to uncover Art the Clown's backstory. There's some backstory with the main kid's father, um, Sienna and Elliot's father. They are trying to uncover the mystery of, like, what happened to him. Um, because the father is not in the picture at the time. So they're trying to figure out what went on with that. 
And it all focuses around classically a Halloween party. Sienna's getting her costume ready for her Halloween party. And eventually they get to the party and things don't go according to plan. Once they get there, they end up tracking down where Art the Clown kind of... They're trying to find Art the Clown because it turns out that they've kidnapped... Art the Clown has kidnapped someone. Um, but again, not trying to like give everything away. But that's how we're getting to the final... You know, not quote-unquote final, but how we're getting to the confrontation with Art and our main girl. She's trying to track someone down. And I just like the story. I like the story. So the things that I don't like about the film. It does get a little far-fetched at times. Like, when I first saw some of the... I don't want to say, like... I guess I'll say, like, dream sequences. Or, like, alternate reality-like sequences. It started to get a little far-fetched and, like way too out there for something that I thought was having supernatural elements, but was ultimately, like, more grounded. Um, it was just a very strange sort of contrast to me that I didn't really care for at the time. And the only other real big complaint that I can say about this film is the runtime. Two and a half hours is a very long film in any genre, let alone a splatter flick. You know what I mean? Like, let alone, like, a slasher film. Two and a half hours, 138 minutes, is a long film. And the issue I have with it is there's not even many scenes that you could cut out. But the problem is, is scenes are breathing for way too long. Like, I feel if you were to cut... 30 seconds off of this scene, a minute off of this scene, two minutes here, whatever, you would have been able to get this to around two hours, if not under two hours. Just like the opening credits alone, like I think they go on for like three minutes longer than maybe they should. Like the opening of the film is her designing her costume while the opening credits are going on, and I get that you're establishing this costume, which is a big element to her character, um... But it just goes on for way too long. Like, everything in this film goes on for way too long. There's, like like I said, like, many scenes you can cut. A few seconds here or there, 30 seconds, whatever. It is so long. You feel every second of this film. It's very good, but it is very long. So that is my biggest, you know, sort of critique about the film. It is way, way too long. Um, just to tell a little bit of a side story about going to see it in theaters while I have you guys on the line, if you will. Miles invited us to go see this film. But, so Miles texts us, he's like, hey, I'm going to go see Terrifier 2 tonight at this time, do you guys want to go? So we're like, yes. So, Miles, before he texted us, he bought himself a singular ticket, not around anywhere. He bought himself one singular ticket, like, in the handicapped kind of row. So we couldn't book seats anywhere near him because they were blocked off for people that needed them, except for like the couple seats in the middle. Miles bought one of those. And so basically Miles invited us to a film and we didn't couldn't even sit by him. So we had to buy our own tickets. We're sitting like three, four aisles in front of Miles. So I don't know. He's he's a weird cat. That is a weird dude. You'd think you would be like, hey, let's all go see this film together and get tickets together so we can sit together. But for some reason, that's not how Miles' brain operates. So, Emily and I sat and watched it by ourselves, and Miles sat and watched it by himself. But we were all at the theater at the same time. And we walked in together and we walked out together. But very, very 
typical Miles. That's a very typical Midnight Miles thing to do. Terrifier 2. I don't know what else to say about it without breaking it down scene by scene. Just know that the gore is insane. It's very lengthy, very long runtime, but it's very, very good. Um, again, it's not a film for everybody, obviously. It's not a film for a lot of people, honestly. But it's kind of like the little indie film that could. I mean, little little theaters are getting it now. Bigger theaters are getting it. It's getting more showtimes. The reason we went to go see it at the time that we did, it was the one showing at one of the only theaters nearby that was doing it. So now it's getting a more wide release. More people are seeing it. And I think that's a good thing. Again, it's a very brutal film. I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of negative things to say about the violence and stuff like that. But if you're willing to leave your brain at the door, I think it's a hell of a good time. I loved it. Again, I wish that you could cut some time out of it. But I'm only praying that they don't do like a director's cut and it's like three hours. Like, that would be like absolutely insane brutal. Like, that'd be way too fucking much. Can't do it. Two and a half hours is already long enough. Please don't make it any longer. And just like this podcast, let's not make it any longer. I want you guys to enjoy your Friday. Go see Terrifier 2 if you guys are able to go see Terrifier 2. I'm sure we'll be talking about it at some point in the future. Um, I'd love to get Miles on, talk about it, talk about it with Jared once he finally gets the chance to watch it. But what do you guys think? Have you guys seen Terrifier 2 yet? If you have, let me know down in the comment section below on YouTube or let me know over on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you guys can get in touch with me. All my links are down in the description. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, make sure you go ahead and do that and turn on notifications so you know when I post new videos. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get the podcast, make sure you're leaving me a rating and a review. Share the show with a few friends. It really means a lot to me. Help spread the good word about the House of Horror. And I will see you guys back here tomorrow for another episode of the House of Horror. So take care, everyone, and stay spooky.